0: We're talking sports this afternoon on Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7 presents Sports Central every Thursday from 5 until 6 p.m. This segment of Sports Central brought to you by Hall Communications. Your host, Ryan Buckley.
1: Welcome to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Eric, good to see you again, my friend. Good to be seen. And also good to see Mark McCullum, sir. How are you doing? Amazing. Oh, incredible. Missing Jenna again, though. I know. You know what? It what Eric, do you know what the weather is in Chicago? No. No, it's not in Chicago. She's right not now. in Chicago, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> she is well,
0: that's a relief. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: She made it back to Florida at another conference. She is she's everywhere. She's trying to close business left and right, yeah. bring some people into Pope Doing County. Great work. Amazing work. Yeah, she's everywhere. Everywhere. Um, excited to be here. We uh, got a lot to talk about on the show today. A ton to talk about. Really,
2: really jam packed.
1: It is. Show. I don't know how we're going to fit it all in. Yeah. But um, obviously, with NFL playoffs right around the corner, um, big game in Tampa for Philly. <laughs> so we got. <laughs> big, <laughs> this uh, is on a uh, Philly show, Buckley. Yeah. Big game for the Buccaneers <laughs> on um, Sunday to open up their uh, wild card game against the Eagles, and then we'll talk a little bit about the national championship game yeah, from this past national Monday. Champion. Really great game that was. Yeah. We'll talk about college and some national sports updates in Segment 3 and Segment 4. Bring it back to the local teams. Talk a little bit more about um, our local professional sports some teams. Some local love, perhaps. Oh, local love. I local like love. that. We're going to stick with that. Yeah, some local you know. love in Segment yeah. 4. Uh, but let's kick it off with high school sports. always like to give a shout-out to our amazing athletes in a variety of disciplines that are you know, present here in Poe County. Yeah. Uh, no shortage of them. Mark, why don't you kick us off?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, so in boys' basketball... Uh, Auburndale beat Victory Christian 73-66, thanks to 24 points from Nehemiah Turner. Forward Jalen Scarborough had 16 points, while Kevin Kerwin Nags added 13 points for Auburndale. Uh, but fear not, Victory Christian fans, because they responded with an 84-78 win over Orlando Faith Christian on Tuesday. This week, uh, sophomore Lorenzo Caseon scored a season-high 38 points against the Lions. Uh, he also had five rebounds, four assists, and four steals. Impressive game. Um, we're gonna go
1: on to a little bit of a lopsided score here, so I hope you're ready for this one. In girls' basketball, George Jenkins beating Lakeland 61 to 25.
2: Oof, <laughs> that's a tough one! <laughs> yeah, tough, that's a tough one, tough pill to swallow there. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: boy. Uh, Olivia Ayers led the Lions with 10 points, 12 rebounds, so a nice double double there with five steals. Yeah, Rebecca Jimenez adding 10 points for the Lions. George Jenkins going to go up to 500 on the season. Lakeland is still searching for that first win. They're at 0 and 11. Uh, boys, I think, I think they're
2: due. They're they are. due for a win.
1: They are due yeah. for a win. So best of luck to uh, the Lakeland girls basketball and yeah. finding that first win here soon. Uh, switching over to soccer, boys soccer, Lakeland Christian beating Maitland Orangewood Christian two to one. Uh, freshman on Adrian Villanueva and Landon Harrell scoring goals for the Vikings. Always good to see the freshman getting on the scoreboard yeah. in games like that. Hale Ottoman assisted on each of the scores, while Evan Parker and Gray Ottoman split time in goal. Uh, The Vikings improved to 10-6 on the season.
2: And Mark, why don't you tell us about girls (laughs) soccer? Sorry about that. I left you on a cliff. (laughs) No, (laughs) I was waiting for more. (laughs) Uh, Victory Christian lost 5-1 to Tampa Prep. Abby Tattery scored the lone goal for victory in the second half as they fell to 9-3-1 on the season. And then more Lakeland Christian Uh, news. They picked up a 1-0 win over Merritt Island. The Vikings handed the Mustangs... Their first loss of the season and their only blemish uh, has been two ties. Um, and then KJ Straub scored the only goal of the match while LCS improved to 9-2-3 and three with the win. And then for Lakeland, uh, they beat Davenport 3-0. The Dreadnoughts handed the first year Broncos their first loss of the season. So impressive uh, first year for Davenport uh, yeah. having their first loss uh, come this late in the season. Uh, scoring the goals. For Lakeland were Reese Hughes, Brittany Ziegler, and Hilda Curtis. Assists went to Adrian Olivier, uh, Naomi Garner, and Ellery Pierce. Uh, so now Dreadnoughts. They are now 10-1-1 one one on the season.
1: Yeah, so great. Really good matchup there, huh? Between the Dreadnoughts and Davenport. Yeah, top-tier uh, teams in top the counties. county facing off. Absolutely. Well, um, great job, Mark, and great job to the Ledger as well, providing us this content week over week. They do such a fantastic job of Couldn't do this sourcing without this and them. the stats they provide. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, High school wrestling is the focus this week for high school sports. You're a wrestling fan, aren't you? <laughs> Diehard wrestling fan. <laughs> I think this is a little bit different than the wrestling I usually okay. watch. But okay. um, for high school wrestling, we had five Polk County wrestling teams. Uh, they're actually competing as we speak, trying to wrestle their way into the dual state tournament. Uh, that's George Jenkins, Lake Gibson, Auburndale, McKeel Academy, and Mulberry. Uh, they're competing in three regional contests, two in Lakeland, and one in Kissimmee. Yep. Uh, so
2: Mark, give us a breakdown yeah, so George Jenkins, they are competing at Osceola High in Kissimmee, and in the class two, in the Class Three A regional. Uh, Lake Gibson and Auburndale are at a Class Two A regional, and Lake Gibson at Lake Gibson, while McKeel and Mulberry are at a One A regional hosted by McKeel. So George Jenkins, they are twenty-two and six. Uh, they were defeated in the first round of regionals last year, so looking to amend mm. uh, that defeat last year. They are facing off against Steinbrenner, uh, and then if they win. They'll advance, they'll face off against the winner of Osceola and Palm Harbor. And then for the Class 2A Regional, uh, the number one team in Class 2A, Lake Gibson, well, at 18-0. huh? Yeah, they've been a kind of a wrestling powerhouse recently. Yeah. Uh, they won its fifth wrestling dual sh- district championship last week. Wow. That's a mouthful. What a tongue twister. <laughs> a yeah. mouthful. Uh, they won 69-9 to 9 over Auburndale, uh, setting both teams up to compete in regionals, the Braves, Will take on Orlando East Ridge while Auburndale faces Winter Spring. So Another matchup they could face each other again uh, for a shot at states next week. Uh, and then Mulberry at twelve and four, and McKeel fourteen and three. They faced each other last week as well in the district championships, uh, with McKeel winning forty-four to twenty-seven, and they can face each other again uh, if Mulberry beats Palm Bay and McKeel beats Space Coast. Wow,
1: so a lot of potential rematches on yeah. the
2: table there. Really
1: shows a talent uh, that are. From the Polk County teams, absolutely, yeah. v- five really stellar teams, and best of luck to them as they continue through yeah. uh, the playoff hunt here and a little bit of redemption for yeah. some of these teams. It seems as like well. a
2: good chance too that we're going to have some of these teams in in the state tournament.
1: Absolutely, and some really high quality rematches yeah. coming up hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of rematches, when we come back. For the next segment. We're going to talk about a rematch in football. The Bucks, Eagles, give you an update on some of the other Florida teams. It'll be a very quick update, obviously. And when we come back, we will cover the rest of the wild card chase. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7.
0: Right now, though, we are talking sports on Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Fresco's restaurant, located in downtown Lakeland. Let's get back and talk some more sports because we've got Mark and Ryan in the house to do it.
1: Thank you once again, Eric. Welcome back to Sports Central Talk Radio, ninety-six point seven. Mark and Ryan here. Fresco is one of our newest partners.
2: Yeah, really happy to
1: have them on board. We had a chance to go sample the food over there not too long ago. Unbelievable stuff.
2: Yeah, if you haven't been there, have to go check it out.
1: You know, what's so funny when I go there. I promise we're going to talk football, but when I go there, I never think to order like a baked good or a dessert. But when they brought out that like chocolate cake and one, and oh my, oh my word! That I can was go there just fun. for that. I seriously, that's yeah. gonna be my next order. Amazing. Are we stuff. going there after this? Uh, maybe we might. <laughs> maybe to send out a couple quick texts. <laughs> yeah. be there. Um Awesome. Well, let's die. Appreciate Fresco's partnership and coming on board, and um, look forward to working with them, obviously in the near future. Let's get into the NFL. I'm gonna start not with the Bucks. We're gonna start with the Miami Dolphins because okay. this really surprised me this week. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> They go 9-0 and against quarterbacks who have an O in their last name. You love that stat. Uh, yep, and 8 against quarterbacks who don't. But they finished 9-8 and on the season. Uh, they beat the Patriots in a game that New England really was trying to win, right? Because yeah. who knows with the AFC East They could have moved up. Yeah, could have had a home game, Yeah, yeah. potentially. So th- winning that game, I thought, was for Brian, Brian Flores, lock-in. They fire him. That was the most surprising
2: firing of all the coaches, I think, so far.
1: I've I don't quite understand it. They were one and seven at that point. Maybe you pulled the trigger, right? Really tough season. Yeah. He leads. He rattles off eight straight wins, and then they let him go. Yeah. Seven straight wins. And you know, you look at his.
2: Go. I think his like record while head coach at Miami. He's like under five hundred. Twenty four, twenty seven. But still, that most of those losses came in that first year. That first year. He's been there three seasons. They went ten and six last season. Nearly missed the playoffs. Now miss, Nearly missed the playoffs both years. Right. these past two seasons. Um, so hard to wonder how you're going to get and, better and, under a coach.
1: And with a team where, remember, two, it wasn't healthy all year. So right. you're dealing with Jacoby Brissett in the game. You're dealing with a bunch of under, other injuries on the line yeah. as well throughout the season.
2: i just shocked really by that. Really young team, too. They had a bunch of draft picks these past two seasons. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go from
1: here. Say, and he was not the only coach and uh, personnel to get the
2: ax this week. We had a couple. The Giants. They had one, another one today. I uh, get fired. Did you see that? No. The Houston Texans fired oh, uh, David that. Culley after David, one season.
1: Yes, I yeah. did see that. I thought I thought there was maybe somebody else, and like you never know. Um, the Giants um, finally letting go of Joe Judge, which I mean, I don't yeah, know how it took I, this long. But. I
2: had a feeling Giants fans were concerned they weren't going to let him go because uh, yeah. they kept him. Because usually the Monday after the season ends, that's when most of these coaches get fired, so right. these teams can move on with their uh, their search for the new head coach. Right. Uh, but they waited a couple of days to do it. Well, and David Gettleman, quote unquote, retired, hmm. right?
1: So the general manager stepped down, and he was the one that kind of said, "Hey, Joe Judge is our guy. Mm-hmm. We're going to be with him." So I think once he stepped down, that kind of was you the yeah. you know the warning signs right there.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Mike Zimmer also joining the unemployment From line. The
2: Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. Yep. And
1: then uh, Matt Nagy, which that's no shock to anybody of no. Chicago. Yeah. He's just an absolute. I think he
2: knew he was going to get fired when the season started.
1: Yeah, it's just really terrible yeah. job he's done in Chicago. <laughs> uh, pretty brutal. So. Um, Lot a lot of different coaches on the move could see some of them drop to college could see some college coaches move up Could see some coordinators get promoted. It's gonna be it's really to interesting our Florida teams
2: looking for a new head coach.
1: Absolutely. Yep Jaguars yeah, and, both Dolphins. Jaguars and yeah. the Dolphins, so um, Obviously with Jacksonville also, let's jump onto that. What a win that was, huh?
2: Yeah, absolutely It caused a lot of drama in week 18 beating Indianapolis 26-11 so if you weren't aware of the situation the Colts, they had to win to get into the playoffs, to clinch their uh, wild card berth. They
1: were in control of their destiny,
2: yeah. right? Winning in. Yeah. They didn't need help or anything. But it was funny. They hadn't won in Jacksonville since 2015. I think we mentioned that right. last week. Yep. And no one thought it was going to happen. Um, yeah. And then Jacksonville, they don't even beat them. They stomped Indianapolis.
1: A team, by the way, who Carson Wentz, and this is painful for me to say, played fairly well this year, really limited turning the ball over, hadn't thrown an interception on the road all season, lofted up two of them. What a time to do it. And on the ground, they'd been dominant all year. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor leading the league in rushing. Yeah, so they—I was very shocked by this. Uh,
2: this result, as I'm sure everybody was. Um, but some good news for Jacksonville. They'll have the top pick in the NFL draft for the second consecutive season. Mm-hmm. Eh, maybe not the best. I mean, you don't want to be the worst team years <laughs> in a row. But you get the best pick. Uh, this will be the sixth time since 1967 that a team— has selected number one overall. If they end up holding on to the pick, they could trade it if they want to. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do in Jacksonville. Going to be interesting to see who the next head coach is down there as yeah, well. Yeah. A lot of change. Um, Trevor uh, Lawrence
2: also played fairly well that
1: game. I mean, in terms of managing the ball, not turning yeah, it over. Yeah. That's kind of him.
2: the way you want to end the season for him after a uh, tumultuous season, you know, your head yeah. coach getting fired, up and down season for him, uh, maybe adjusting from the college level. Right. Well, him um, and Marvin
1: Jones were just lightning in yeah. that game too yeah. <laughs> wondering where that was all year but obviously with all the distractions and the coaching switch that certainly played a role all right let's move on to the florida team that is in the playoffs Tampa Bay buccaneers yep so they uh they played carolina um you know hoping maybe to move up in the standings um or just rather secure their spot in the standings as they have dallas chasing behind them with uh los angeles with the rams so a big game for them, winning 41-17. Obviously, a boost as they head into the playoffs. Another organization that's just in shambles right now, Carolina, picking up the fifth-year option on Sam Darnold today. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, Rob Gronkowski was a favorite, probably will continue to be a favorite for Tom Brady given their limited wide receiver right, option. Yeah. Uh, seven passes for 137 yards. They're going to be back at home this week over at the Ray J. Wild card matchup against the Eagles, game at 1 o'clock.
2: So yeah, me ask Yeah. Pick a team from both conferences that uh, okay. you're most confident in as we look at these matchups here. Adding into the playoffs, yeah,
1: uh, whew, that's a tough one.
2: Um, really tough in the NFC. A lot of, a lot of teams could come out of that conference.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, Kansas City, um, I think that's a pretty. I don't want to say easy game. There's no easy games in the playoffs, but I think against Pittsburgh, they sh- they should handle them fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, in Arrowhead, they're the two seed, right? So you figure they beat Pittsburgh. Their next matchup could be Buffalo at home, Cincinnati at home um potentially Oakland at home i i just look at that matchup i think Kansas City has a good shot to go deep yeah. other side of the brackets a little more challenging um you know Dallas is intriguing because i actually think the toughest team they're going to play is San Francisco yeah. San Francisco's rolling into the playoffs huge comeback win against LA in LA in the stadium where the Super Bowl's going to be played mm-hmm. in a game where LA had really wanted to win because they didn't know what was going to happen with Arizona Seattle right. so you put all that into effect I think that if Dallas can beat San Francisco, I think they they could surprise a lot of people. They have a very great defensive structure and I think if they can run the ball with both Elliot and Tony Pollard with Pollard, I think it's going
2: to be an right. interesting matchup. Absolutely. So. Yeah. What about yourself? I would agree. Yeah, I don't want to just say the same teams and say the same reasons again. I otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I would No, I got it. <laughs> uh, I would pick the Chiefs or the Cowboys for the same reasons you mentioned. Uh, but I think next up for me in the AFC Hmm. Either Tennessee or Buffalo. I mean you gotta like Tennessee, especially to get Derrick Henry back. Uh, yeah, he's he could come back. They have a bye week this week after clinching the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, and the Bills. I mean, Josh Allen has been on fire recently ever since their loss uh, in Tampa. Really, yeah. he's been playing really well, so they could definitely have a shot to come out of the AFC. Um, Cincinnati too. They have a bunch of weapons on offense. I know it's their oh, yeah. first time in the playoffs to Joe Burrow. Haven't won a playoff game in, seems like, forever. Yeah. Um, but they have a bunch of weapons. Never know how uh, hot they could get on offense. NFC, um, you got to like the Packers. Top seed. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Maybe MVP again. Yeah. Um, but you never know how their defense is going to play. The defense has been, kind of been shaky this season at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but and- it has to go through Lambeau. Yeah. Right, it has to yeah. go through Lambo. Yeah. So that, that's something to be said there. Absolutely. And then the Bucks, I mean Tom Brady, you you hate to count against Tom Brady or root against Tom Brady or think he's going to lose it all because he always proves you wrong. Right. I hate saying that to you as an Eagles fan. Right. I uh, I no, no, no. have that I matchup understand. this week, but um hard to see them uh having any problems. And the Rams too. I mean, uh Matt Stafford uh has been everything that the Rams wanted when they traded yeah. for him in the offseason. Um interesting division game there with the Cardinals in their first matchup
1: yeah you know and it, it's going to be intriguing too, um with the raiders uh because if they can somehow beat cincinnati and get into that run i'm telling you they could make some noise it, it doesn't seem likely um but i <laughs> i'd be interested to see what happens there because all it takes is that one like momentum type win right and you start rolling through um but to your point too, with Cincinnati, with Jamar Chase and the Joe Burrow connection, just seems like it's going to be really tough yeah. to control that in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, that's kind of an interesting game too because
1: I think these teams haven't won a playoff game in a while. The last time the Cincinnati Bengals won a playoff game, uh, it was prior to text messaging. Wow! So you you that's how long ago it was? I believe it was 1991. So you literally could not Gee. send a text message.
2: Bengals fans are waiting to send. That first they've text been message. waiting for that text message <laughs> yes. for a long time. Yes, they've been waiting.
1: Yeah, so. Uh, like we said, a handful of great games coming up this weekend, um, and a Monday night game as well for the playoffs. So that'll be kind of an yeah, interesting wrinkle. First Monday wrinkle. night playoff game,
2: I think, right? It's gonna be an, yeah, it's
1: yeah. gonna be an interesting wrinkle into this. Usually, you're typically used to those two and two Saturday Sunday, mm-hmm. right? So that's gonna be an interesting dynamic this weekend. Two games on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday. Um, so be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, obviously for. Playoff updates, we'll obviously have the update next episode in terms of how accurate we were with some of our picks. Hopefully uh, we don't
2: have the curse here. When yeah, I said the Bills and what the Titans, hopefully the Bills are still in it. They could be out. They could be out. So it's going to be, be an interesting be dead one. One,
1: but. It's going to be an interesting one for sure. But listen, when we come back, we're going to stay on the football train because we have to talk about the college football national championship game, college football playoff, poll next year, and we'll dive into some other professional sports as well. Don't go anywhere. We have more coming for you here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7.
0: Yeah, we're back in talking sports on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by the Hilton Garden Inn of Lakeland. Here's your host. He is Ryan Buckley.
1: Thank you again, Eric, and welcome back to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan and Mark here. Um, Good talk about uh, NFL football and the playoff games we got coming up. Kept talking about it off the air a little bit. Yeah, looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. And speaking of big football games, there was a really big football game. Are you serious? This past Monday.
2: Yeah, you didn't hear. Just kidding.
1: I had me for a second. I I did hear about it. You had me for a second. And you probably watched a little bit of it, too. Yeah, I watched the
2: first half of it, yeah.
1: Excellent. So, uh, Georgia and Kirby Smart... Getting the monkey off his back. They did he, it. He has done it. They have beaten Alabama. They beat them 33 to 18 in the national championship game to claim their first title in 41 years. It's been a long time. What coming. a feeling that must be. Oh, yeah. And listen, that first half was very.
2: Really, uh, go ahead. No, very different from the first. <laughs>
1: Sorry. To Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry to yeah. interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're fine. Uh
2: very different second half compared to the first half, right? Defensive defensive yeah. battle in the first half, 6 to 3 going into halftime. Really that third quarter too. Then, you know, they score a whole bunch of points in the fourth quarter to pull away and win. Yeah, you know, in the first half
1: when I thought when they they had the long pass play from Stetson Bennett, what a catch by the yeah, way. But when they had that long pass play, I'm like they're going to open up the playbook. They they're ready to kind of open mm-hmm. it up and dial it. And They just look so hesitant, yeah. and I don't know if it was because of blocking schemes and they were worried because Alabama was getting some pretty good pressure. Yeah, and he was having to move out of the pocket quite a bit in the first half, but second half, that well, playbook phew, opened.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and tough for Alabama too. They lost their top two wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, John Metchie didn't even play the game, and then Williams yep. got hurt, in the, first got hurt in the first half. Um, so tough for uh. Heisman winner Bryce young to find any uh, chemistry with those uh, other younger receivers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, really really tough uh, Obviously it's a shame uh, always a team has to lose but in this scenario very happy that Georgia was able to beat Alabama yeah. um, And they've already released a way too early top 25 yeah, fear poll not, for next year uh,
2: Alabama fans you <laughs> are projected to be the top team heading into the they're probably uh, used to that 2022 season Yeah yeah, so uh, Alabama number one, Ohio State number two, Georgia the defending champs coming at number yep. three, Texas A and M coming off their top recruiting class yep. at number four, Michigan coming off their first playoff appearance at number five, mm-hmm. and then you know teams you typically expect in the top half of the uh, top ten. Then yep. you get some some names in the bottom half that you don't usually see. Up don't there.
1: usually see this stuff. Uh, no.
2: I mean Notre Dame at number six, and then you get Utah Utes at seven, yeah. NC State at eight, Oklahoma State at nine, and then Michigan State. At 10.
1: And let's not forget all the shuffling and college football coaching, right? So Lincoln Riley going out west. It'll be interesting to see what yeah. Oklahoma does. Napier going to Florida, obviously, is another uh, shakeup, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, but running back just decommitted, joining him in Florida after Florida lost their top two yep. running backs to the draft. So and uh, then, still a lot of shakeups uh, And then Lake
2: Gibson uh, alum Jalen Glover. Remember yes. the Utah Utes yep. going to join the uh, top team in football next year. Absolutely so, right. We're going to have a uh,
1: Polk County star playing for a top 10 yeah. AP poll yeah, be top awesome. 10 team. So um, really excited for college football. Can't come back soon enough, can it? Yeah, it's it's Yeah. It's always a good season. It is. it is. So excited for next year as well. Again, congrats to Georgia. Really fun game to watch. Uh, switching over, staying in college, college basketball. Um, the curse of being a number one is real in college basketball. Yeah. It, is, it is a very short lifespan of living a number one yeah, seed. Yeah, Baylor
2: had held on, onto it for a while, uh, but not anymore. Nope, uh, they no loss no to number 19, Texas Tech, 65-62 earlier this week, so we will have a new number one uh, when the next polls come out. Yep, and you have Gonzaga, UCLA,
1: Auburn, and USC who are all in the top five, potentially jumping up a couple spots. Uh, top 25 action tonight in the Big Ten, Ohio State, number 16 in the nation, taking on number 13, Wisconsin in Wisconsin, U UCLA, USC, and Gonzaga all have conference matchups tonight as they aim for that illustrious top spot.
2: Interesting note for the uh, college basketball: a lot of these top teams out west. Yeah, um, UCLA, USC, Gonzaga, as we mentioned, um, all out west. So interesting to see kind of the balance of power in that college basketball. Yeah, scene. a lot of the, a lot
1: of those Eastern Conference teams that typically do well. Duke, for example, right, just losing at home to Miami. So you, you, a couple teams out there that are not putting together. Duke's having a good season. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a you know tough loss there, yeah. but. Um, not putting together usual seasons yeah. that you expect. And
2: really all that matters is to make the tournament. Exactly. Make the tournament and anything can happen.
1: Get a ticket to the dance, right? Yeah. Get a ticket to the dance. Yeah. Um, Well, I'll give you one team that's not going to make the <laughs> tournament. Uh, that's the Orlando Magic. Oh, that was
2: rough. <laughs> yeah, that was Not going to
1: make the tournament. Uh, 7-35, to they lose to the Washington Wizards. Cole Anthony doing everything he can... Um, Probably except coach at this point. Uh, Another solid outing. 19 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. I mean, just want to say shy of a triple-double. The guy's doing a lot for that team. Uh, Next on the road is going to be a matchup against the Hornets. It's going to be really exciting to see Cole Anthony and LaMelo Ball in that matchup. Two Two top young young. stars. Absolutely. Two really good young stars. Speaking of young stars, over in Miami, a team that shouldn't have to worry about making the tournament, the Miami Heat. They beat the Atlanta Hawks 115 to 91 Tyler Harrow. Just rolling this season 21 points 9 rebounds 11 assists again one rebound shy of a triple-double so both Florida Stars one shy of a triple-double he play again tomorrow night uh, Matching up again against Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. They are third in the Eastern Conference standings a very quiet third Nobody talks about them No. Bewildering to me as a matter of fact
2: very bewildering.
1: Yeah, very bewildering. I don't get it because they have a very good set I won't go on too much of a tangent about them. They have a very <laughs> good set. They have good, uh, really good shooting. Um, good coaching, Eric Spolstra. Really good coaching. I think with Tyler Harrow, the way that he's progressed this season, he's been very consistent. Yeah. And so if he can stay consistent, that, that team's going to make a deep run. I don't think they're getting a lot of credit, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, what's up next, Mark? What do you got going on This next?
2: is your sport, NHL. Oh, boy. Yeah, somehow you always give it to me.
1: Well, I, I don't, don't understand. typically like talking about it because my team isn't doing well. But oh, what's also, your, Who's your team? Ah, uh, the Islanders. Do you know the Islanders have not played in a, in two weeks? Because they don't want to play anymore. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> I, not hope. Good. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> no, they still try.
2: Um, no, they just they haven't played in forever. Regardless, two of the top teams in Florida in, in yep. the NHL in Florida, yep. uh, the Lightning at twenty four nine and five, and the Panther, Florida Panthers at twenty four seven and five. Uh, the Lightning beat the Buffalo Sabers last night, six or on Tuesday, six to one. Uh, Nikita Kucherov telling hat trick in the win. Uh, next up, they host the Vancouver Canucks at 7 p.m. tonight. Yeah, I'm telling you that
1: Florida Panthers team is the best team in Florida. I've said it. I'm going to be consistent on it. I'm almost sick of um, you here. I'm almost sick of hearing you say it. I know they're 19 and three at home. They barely lose when they're on home ice, which is a miracle because most of the people there root for the other team. Um, <laughs> wow. But Panthers beating the Canucks five two on Tuesday. Sam Reinhart two goals and an assist. Um, they are just a very fast, exciting team. Um, both teams obviously at 53 points, like you mentioned. So I think Vancouver has Vancouver. Florida has two games in hand, um, or a game in hand on Tampa. Yeah, so, Lightning
2: with two more losses, so they're ahead in the standings. Yep, yep,
1: yep, yep. So two games in hand there. So it'd be interesting to see what Florida is able to do down this stretch of the season. This is where you start to see a little bit of turnover because um, you're about at the halfway point. So you're at the point right now where Tampa's probably going to turn it on. They've already been. and Vasilevsky's back healthy. He was out for a couple couple games, so having him back fully healthy in the lineup is going to be big. Uh Nikita Kucherov obviously back into scoring form. They're going to be a dangerous team down the stretch. So for Florida right now this the you know next second half of the season, you, you can't let off. This is where teams are going to start looking in that rearview mirror. See teams coming up. It's going to be tough.
2: Yeah, and for the Lightning, you know, champ reigning champions. Yeah. Right? So I mean, once they get into playoff mode, you have a feeling they're going to kind of turn on, as you mentioned. Well,
1: they're just—they're so deep. They have a lot of good personnel. They picked up a lot of people who had question marks like a Corey Perry, but I think they add a little bit of depth to that roster that people aren't expecting. And Corey Perry's playing exactly how he's supposed to play. He's hes not lighting up the scoreboard, but he's playing his role down there in the third and fourth line. And that's what you need. You need veteran guys like that who have been to the postseason, been to the Stanley Cup. They come on to a Stanley Cup team. They just mold right in.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's going to be interesting to see. What happens in the NHL between those two teams? We'll see if my prediction stays true. I said they'd be first in their division and they make a good playoff run for Florida. But long way to go in the NHL. It's what I keep telling myself for my team. <laughs> and when we come back, uh, we don't have a long way to go. we got one more segment left. Yeah. <laughs> we have a short time left. We're out of time. Uh, but we're going to give you the Love Local update. Local Love update. Local Love. That's a better way to do it. Local Love. <laughs> Talk about the Lakeland Magic, Florida Tropics, and some local sports. Don't go anywhere here on Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7.
0: Back into it, Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7, brought to you by the Hampton Inn, Winterhaven. These guys are under pressure, but they are not going to crack. That's Mark <laughs> and Ryan.
1: I hope not, Eric. I will never crack. Welcome <laughs> that's, that's a bold statement. <laughs> Welcome back to Sports Central. Yeah, that's going to come back
2: to bite me in the butt
1: later. <laughs> Welcome back to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan, Mark. Eric, once again, great job on the music. Fantastic intro stuff there.
0: You're welcome.
1: (laughs) With with the local update, no segue that I can come up with there. With the local update, uh, the local love, as you call it, Um, excited to talk about some of our professional sports teams that are here in the area. You know, we always say there's high quality entertainment, sports entertainment, and it's professional level and it's right in our backyard. Yeah. And actually, right now, it's right across the street. It's right over yeah, at the us, yeah. Center. So it's right over there. Um, Lakeland Magic. Let's start with them. Obviously, a couple games um, that got postponed due to COVID. Had the pleasure of hearing from Coach Joe Bear last week. Yeah, that was awesome. Really good interview. Great to pick his mind. Has such great yeah, insights. really insightful. And good yeah. knowledge of the game, right? right. Um, so really excited about this second half of the season. So just so everybody knows, the way it works this year, a little bit different. <laughs> I have to get my leg <laughs> Whoa, Sorry. You're ready for this. <laughs> my leg fell asleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little bit different how it works this year. So the regular season restarted after the showcase. Um, so they technically are in like their second or third game. It's it's not like they're, even though they've played 16 already.
2: Kind of an extended preseason almost.
1: Exactly, yeah. So it's almost like a regular season. You qualify for the showcase, then the regular season starts. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's almost like a tournament qualifier yeah. regular season. So this is the regular season, just so everybody knows. Mark, tell us about the most recent game.
2: Yeah, over the weekend, the Magic rallied from down 24 points to defeat the College Park Skyhawks 112-102. Wow. On the second night of a back-to-back at the Aubrey Finding Center here in Lakeland, uh, B.J. Johnson, he took over in the fourth, going a perfect 4-for-4 four four from the field, including a two including two touched, uh, clutch three-point shots to complete the Lakeland comeback. Excuse me. You I'm got so- a lot of long sentences, I am man. sorry, B.J. Johnson. <laughs> um, for the second night in a row, Johnson led the team, scoring with over 30 points, uh, they outscored the Skyhawks 67-43 in the second wow. half to cap off that 24-point comeback. Wow, so
1: really impressive game there. Yeah. B.J. Johnson's such a great player, yeah. man. I mean, he's fantastic. He was up in Orlando for a
2: few games already yeah. this season.
1: So it was Hassani. They had a couple guys yeah. that were up there as well. So um, And remember, if you want to go check out a game, rpfundingcenter.com. You can visit the Lakeland Magic website, lakelandmagic.com as well. Tickets are available. Really high-quality entertainment. Yeah. Fun to watch for the whole family. Yeah. A lot of giveaways that they're doing as yeah. well. Um, and as a matter of fact, the next game, uh, you're probably going to be going to. So, right? Yeah,
2: they are on the road for the next couple of weeks, but they return home on January 28th when they play the Long Island Nets, where it'll be Faith and Family Night presented by Southeastern University, my alma mater. So yeah, gonna try I didn't to make know it that. Up. I didn't know
1: that was your alma mater. Are you serious? Yeah, no, I had no idea. Really?
2: That's good stuff. I never said that.
1: No, well, I don't well. think I've ever said that. Um, <laughs> sticking in the RP Funding Center, the Florida Traffics play there as well, and they are on a roll. Yeah, they
2: had a great start to their they, season.
1: They are winning uh, nonstop, like a lot. So, for the Tropics, uh, the most recent win uh, was 6-2 over Utica City FC. They're going to go to 5-1. and one. Now, that was a win at the RP Funding Center. So, again, both those teams playing RP Funding Center. You can buy tickets at RPFundingCenter.com. Visit the Tropics official website, FLTropics.com. I misspoke there. For the Tropics, you can buy tickets, but you can also just go to the game, bring your family with you, bring your friends with you, park... Yeah. It's most likely going to be $20 to park if you're between two to seven people in the car. That's all you pay. You just pay that $20, show your parking receipt at the box office to give you tickets, walk right in, enjoy yeah. the game. Uh, so a lot of fun. They are right now the hottest team in the MASL and in the Eastern Division. They're on top with 15 points. They're going to host the Harrisburg Heat for a weekend doubleheader January 14th and 16th at the RP Funding Center. Friday starts 7.05 p.m. Sunday set for 3.05 p.m. kickoff. In January, they only have home games. So this is the month to go catch the Florida Tropics there. Good thing they're indoors, at too. With this and they're weather. indoors. You don't have to worry about it. With this weather we're having. Yeah, yeah it's been a little cold. <laughs> the snow is brewing. It's been <laughs> yeah. a little cold. Um, Mark, you mentioned your alma mater.
2: Quickly talk about your alma mater. Yeah, their men's basketball team, again, having a uh, fantastic season. They won a tight 91-85 battle on Saturday night. Uh, they improved to 15-3 and on the season, thanks to a season-high 21 points from graduate senior Devin Ford. Riley Minnix uh, led the team in scoring with 23 and was again later named the Sun Conference Men's Basketball Player of the Week for the fifth time this season. Uh, next up for the Fire is a home matchup against Kaiser on Saturday at 7 p.m. Awesome, and I'll do this for
1: Jenna. For Weber International Women's Basketball Team, they seem to be one of the top teams in the Sun Conference. They go and they beat Thomas University 76-47. to 47. Yeah, talk about lopsided scores. I mean, earlier. yeah, this is a couple of them that we've mentioned today, yeah. brutal. Uh, they improved to 12-4 and 4 on the season, 4-2 in conference play, which is important. Junior Samantha Pacheco led all scores with 17 points in the win. Weber back in action two games this week. Florida Memorial tonight, so best of luck to them tonight, and then back home on
2: Saturday against St. Thomas. And then, Mark,
1: what about Polk State men's basketball team?
2: Yeah, so after a two-week break from the holidays, Polk State's men's basketball team, uh, they're at 10-5 right now in the season. They won both games last week, including a narrow 62-59 win over Pensacola State College. Tommy Lewis was the leading scorer for Polk State with 16 points and had four steals. They play again tomorrow, hosting St. Petersburg College at 7 p.m. Excellent. And then uh, I'll top it off with my alma mater.
1: How about that? How about that? Uh, Florida Southern Men's Golf and Noah Kumar closed out the 21 calendar year with a second-place finish at the 21 Men's Orlando International Amateur that was played December 28th through 30th on two courses in Winter Park at Orange County National Golf Center and Lodge. Uh, Kumar played to a 12-under 202 over the three days. Wish I could have a 12-underscore. I'm not even <laughs> close to that. Uh, 65, 69, and 68 over the three days between the two courses. Uh, Florida Southern Event Golf returns to returns to Lynx as a team in 2022, February 7th through 8th at the Matlock Invitational hosted at Lone Palm Golf Club over in Lakeland, Florida. There you go. Ever played there? I have. Played there a couple times. Beautiful layout. Yeah. Beautiful course. Golf in Polk County? Amazing. A lot stuff. of great, I mean, a a lot everywhere of great you go, courses. Our partner at Cleveland Heights, they do a great job as well over there. Yeah. And especially with um, you know, you walk in, you got the food right upstairs over at the pub, and then you got the course right down there. It's a great setup. Yeah. Um, and that's why so many people want to come to Poe County. And that's why we have a lot of events that come to Poe County. Is that why? And yes, we have just a couple. Obviously that's why. Just a couple we can name. Uh coming up a really big one. FSSA State Classic, Florida Adult Soccer Association. Thousands are gonna come for this yeah. one. Um, that's over at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex. And that'll be January 14th through the 16th. Um, another big event bringing a ton of people that weekend as well that you could tell us about.
2: <laughs> Gladly. Uh, yeah, the Florida Flag Football National Championships, uh, January 14th through the 16th. Listen to this estimated 11,000 participants coming. Amazing. To Paul County. That, so that is, is going a huge- to be. That's a huge tournament. I mean, we
1: talk about economic impact. That's it right there. Yeah. So that's a lot of
2: impact. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to breeze through these last
1: couple quickly. So, the ACL Cornhole Open number seven, that's over at the Advent Health Fieldhouse, same weekend. Same weekend as well, the WABA MLK tournament. That's World Amateur Baseball Association. National Softball Association, they're at Bartow Softball Complex. The Kick It Soccer a 3v3 tournament at Cypress Shoes. That's all this weekend. There's a lot yeah, going on. A lot of people come of to options. the county. Plenty of options if you want to go watch sports. So listen, we didn't even give you the exhaustive January calendar, yeah. let alone the next couple months. You can find that at www.centralfloridasports.com. And also make sure to visit our Visit Central Florida counterparts at visitcentralflorida.org. If you have specific questions on events or our partnership program, give us a call at 863-551-4750. For Mark, for absent Jenna, I look forward to seeing her next week probably. Can't wait. This is Ryan Buckley and Eric in the studio signing off. Thank you for joining us on Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7.